And I am Rip Stone. Welcome to You Be Known. A special guest with me today, an old friend of mine, Lacey. Lacey, how are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. And uh, you've been through some shit. We can say shit on a podcast, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so... Uh, been through some stuff. Yeah? Where does your story start? I think it starts when I'm about three and a half years old. Three and a half? That's a long time ago. Yeah, like 1984. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what happened in 1984? Um, my dad committed suicide while me and my sister were in the room. In the room together? In the room. Did he shoot himself? He did, in the mouth. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty traumatic for a three-year-old. Well, you know, I was small, but don't really remember, like, what happened. I just remember, like, the sound. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. But... Does a gunshot now kind of freak you out? No. Huh. Weird. I enlisted in the Army, so... Yeah. No, there. Okay. So, what happened from there? From there, um, I kind of, like, don't have much memory from, like, um... Probably three until ten. Mm-hmm. It kind of like we moved from Gainesville to Denton. It's okay. To Denton, and then um, I remember like some of my um, stepdads and stuff, or not stepdads, but my mom's boyfriends. Yeah. Along the way and stuff. And were they good to you? Most of them were. Um, it was the last one that my mom decided to marry, and that's when we moved to. A very small town. Yeah. <laughs> little, little town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you've been in that little town for how long? Too long. <laughs> <laughs> little towns aren't the best sometimes. Yeah. So, okay. So you live in that little town. Then what? Then, um, my stepdad or my mom's husband, whatever, mm -hmm. um, he got pancreatic cancer. Yeah. That's gonna be clicking. We're gonna hear that clicking. I know. I know this is. I know you're nervous. Just, just chill. I got you. It's okay. Just chill out. It's okay. He got pancreatic cancer, and um, when I was like in uh, sixth grade, no, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, we had a family business. Um, Frank's. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember the name of. Okay, that's okay. Anyway, um, we had a family business, and he got real sick, and, um... Did he pass away? He did. Of pancreatic cancer? He did. They gave him a year. He died in three months. Yeah. So, Pancre it's quick. Yeah. Yeah. I dropped out of school, and, uh, started working at the place, our business, and, um... And that was that, so... And, and now, here's where avoidance comes in. So what happened after you dropped out of school? Um, well, there's something that happened before that. Tell me. When I was 15, I got introduced to cocaine. Oh, at 15? At 15 years wow. old. Wow, okay. By some older cats, you know. And, um, anyway, I've never ever used cocaine ever again in my life. But that Did you ever use any drugs before? Just, like, maybe like cigarettes and marijuana uh -huh. or something like that. Yeah. But nothing like that. And so... But the thing of it is, is that whenever I was 15, um, they didn't in introduce it to me in like a common way. I got shot up. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. So when I was 15 by some older dudes and yeah, I've never used cocaine ever again since. It's kind of mm -hmm. weird, but it kind of opened the door for a lot of drug use. So when, uh, okay. So what did you do? Do you remember when they shot you up? Do you remember what happened? The feeling? I do. 
Yeah? Mm -hmm. Tell me about it. Um, basically, um, it was like my mind was exploding or whatever, and like immediately got naked. Like immediately stripped down oh. right there. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, I guess you know what happens from there. Yeah. With so. yeah, that's not oh a fifteen year old girl. That's fifteen. Yeah. That is okay. And so you said it went on to other drug use. Yeah. It well, um, and then the whole thing about my stepdad and all that stuff that happened. You know, I feel like I felt like I don't know. If I felt feel it now, but I felt like at the time that um, you know, every father figure in my life was always gonna die. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, they're all, always going to die. And I kind of got real introverted about it. And, um, like, being at Valley View, coming from a city or whatever, um, kind of, I felt like I didn't fit in. Mm -hmm. But I think it was myself that didn't let myself fit in. You didn't try to fit in? Is that what it was? I didn't, I didn't feel like I would. So, no, I, I got real introverted and didn't try. And so, from there, just started hanging out with the wrong crowd, you know, and just... It just kind of snowballed from there. Snowballed to what? Snowballed to, like, um, it opened the door to more explicit drugs. and Like what? Meth. Mm-hmm. And um, things like that. And I became a stripper. I dropped out of school when I was 17 in 10th grade. Yeah. And um, I got my GED a week later. And then... Um, I think it was like, um, yeah, I was still 17. I lied to the strip club and told them I was 18. And they didn't check IDs and stuff. Oh, so, wow. So from, um, I think, uh, 97 to 2000. Hold on. 2005, I became a stripper. Whoa, that's a long time. It's like six years or something. Did, uh, were you doing drugs while stripping? Oh, yeah, of course, drinking, drugging, whatever it is, you know. Was that easier for you? Yes, it was easier for me to, because I worked at a totally nude bar, so. Okay. It was very much easier to uh, be under the influence of something while you're there, you know. Yeah, you're, you're getting naked for strangers, it's easier to be under influence. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume so. <laughs> now, I... I not gonna try that, but okay. But then I got pregnant, or then I met this guy um, who was not the greatest guy in the world. But were you was, stripping at the time? I what? I wait. I'm going. I don't have my stuff in chronological. That's okay. Or, that's okay. Don't worry about it. So you met a guy. I met a guy um, prior to me stripping. Uh huh. And uh, he always talked about you know oh I used to love this girl she's a stripper da da da, da and all stuff and I was like. I asked him, you know, we had been together like maybe, maybe a year. And I was like, so, I was like, do you think I could be a stripper? Because he was always talking about this girl, like always talking about her. He was like, nope, you're not, you're not stripper material. And I was like, hmm. And so that's when I became a stripper, you know. Oh, so you did it out of spite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I kind of do that a lot in my life. But anyway, um, so. So then. That. So then while I was a stripper for. Six years. Six years. Yeah, we were together for a long time, and I. Just did he know you were stripping, or did you? Oh hide yeah. Him? Oh, oh okay. yeah. Yeah. He was. Was actually, he doing drugs too? Yeah. Okay. And so we lived together in a little trailer, and um, I was stripping, and he was selling drugs. He was selling drugs by day, and I was stripping by night. Wow, know? the yeah. American dream. Uh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> what? Uh, what? What was your drug of choice then? 
Meth. Back then? Yeah. Was meth like uh, the meth they have now? No. It was a lot different. It was um, anhydrous ammonia or whatever it is, you know? No, I don't know. <laughs> I know you don't know, but it was it was different than it is now. Now it's ice or something. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you did all that, and then you get knocked up by this guy. Yeah. Were y'all married? We were not married. I've never been married. Okay. So, after um, about five years of him thinking that he was uh, sterile or whatever, saying he was sterile, when really, of course, the drugs just made you not be able to have, have kids. kids. Yeah. Um, I left him or whatever because of, you know, different reasons, but... Um, no, I don't know the different reasons. <laughs> oh, well, different reasons are... Um, he cheated a lot and whatever, you know, whatever, you know, and anyway, I, either way it goes, I got pregnant and, um, by him, by him, whenever, um, we'd split up, we'd been split up for two weeks when I found out that we were pregnant. I was like, what? For this long, you know, yeah, finally that's... pregnant? And, um, so, um, he ended up going to the feds for 15 years, like when my daughter was six months old. Wow. Yeah. So that happened. And then, um. You know, I was, thought I was gonna wait on him. You know, like mm -hmm. I thought he's like my soulmate or whatever, but he probably isn't. Uh, he still isn't. But whatever. <laughs> Have you? In, are you in contact with him? Of course I am. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. We share a child, so. Hey, hey, hey! You can't say that because hey, I know a lot. Mean of... I get any help from him. Yeah, but a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people bounce out and they never have contact. So yeah, can't say that. that. So okay, so that happened, mm -hmm. and so you have your daughter. Right, and I um, continued stripping until I was about three months pregnant, which is something weird. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I quit, and then... Uh, You're tiny, though, so you weren't showing or anything, right? I was showing a little bit, you know, okay. but some people like that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it we makes won't me go uncomfortable as shit. We won't go into that right it's, now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay, I'm but, sorry. Um, so, my daughter was born... And, of course, I'm very unstable at this time, which, you know. Anyway, so... You're sober, though, too, right? Yeah, and I continued stripping after she was born until she was two. Okay. And then I, like, finally was like, oh, my gosh, I can't be this kind of role model for my daughter, you know? Like, this is something I can't do, I don't want her to do, and, you know, so I enlisted in the Army. So you went full listed in the army, or were you reserve? What were you doing? I enlisted in well because I was a single parent. I um, enlisted in the National Guard. Okay, and so then what? Then I was in the National Guard for I don't even know how long, and I got out, and then I re-enlisted, ten years in total. So hold on, when you were in the National Guard, were you doing drugs then? Yes, the entire time. The entire time, did they not drug test you? They did, but um, there's this there's this weird thing about the military that where they don't want, especially in like the National Guard or the Reserves or something, they don't want their unit to look bad. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So if they kind of have a suspicion that you're on drugs or whatever, they won't test you. Oh. You know, so or they put they put twelve UAs in a box, right? And they, they say it's random, but I don't think it is because they don't want their units. Well, we're not we're not bashing the, the <laughs> thing, but but anyway, it goes like yeah, ten years using drugs the whole time. Damn! Thank God for long sleeves, huh? Were you shooting up? Of course. Mm -hmm. What were you shooting up? Meth. Who got you on that? Don't say the name, but 
Was it your ex? No. I told you when I was 15. Oh. That those, was, so that you just that maintained was, doing that? Not the entire time, but off and on, yep, from the time I was 15. Was it easier for you to just shoot up like that? Um, yeah. How would it feel, though? How would it feel? Oh, well, hi. What do you mean? I don't know. I, I mean, because I, I've never done it. So, well, of course not. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah you get Most expect- people don't. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, okay, so. When. Oh, I, it's okay. It's okay. Door's shut. It's fine. Nobody can. It's just me and you. No big right. deal. Um, we're just tearing stuff up now. Yeah. You're getting nervous. Just calm yeah. down. It's okay. Hey, it's cool. Right. I'm here. I'm Rip, you're Lacey, it's all good. Okay. I got you, we're old friends, okay? Alright. So you were shooting up, and you're like, obviously it makes you hot. No <laughs> shit. Um, was this, how often did you do it? Oh, when? After my daughter or before? After. After? Um, not so much, I started smoking it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh. And then, of course, like, um. You know, like uh, I don't know. You get, <laughs> you get. Just it's okay. Just look. Your story will help somebody. I promise. So I um, I was kind of very unstable. That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say. I was very unstable and um, suicidal. No, not not suicidal. I was in, I enlisted in the army, so I was I was very sure of myself. But at the same time, I was very um, inconsistent with my uh, home life. Okay. And so, um, men wise, men where you're living, exactly. Okay. Like all that was kind of like hit and miss, you know, never knew where I was going to be staying or who I was going to be staying with or, you know, like, um, you just couldn't hold down a place. Right. Okay. All did the, you, did you have a regular job besides the military? No. Okay. No. And you just, and then what happened after that? Cause she's not your only kid. Well, okay, so what happened, well, prior to me enlisting or whatever, let's go back a little bit. Uh-huh. Prior to me enlisting in the, ar- in the military, um, my boyfriend, or whatever, my boyfriend, yeah, um, he wanted me to wait on him, you know, he's got 15 years bedtime, yeah. you know, and that's a long time, and so I think, uh, let's see. We're counting on our fingers, okay, ladies so and gentlemen. eight years, he had been, he had been in the feds for eight years. I waited on him for eight years, you know, and uh, eight years, he gives me a call at my mom's, and um, he's like, uh, I said, man, I got some good news, and I got some bad news. He said, what is it? He said, I want the bad news first. I said, I'm pregnant, and it's not yours. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, and so that kind of null and voided that relationship. Yeah, so that relationship and was so, done. But I was pregnant with my son, mm-hmm. and um, I love my son. He's a beautiful little kid, and um, so that ended or whatever, and then course i was in the military at that time so yeah yeah and um yeah you're good you're so good i was so i had my son in 2009 and um that's 10 years ago so yeah. from 2009 you had your son are you still doing meth no okay so you quit doing meth then what then um so you were clean and sober. Well, oh, oh, let me tell you. Okay, so I got out of the military for two years. Um, mm-hmm. I was enlisted or whatever when my daughter was young or whatever. So basically, 
because I was enlisted for so long or whatever. Um, she was with my mom. I had a family care plan through the military. And uh, she was placed with my mom during the time until, you know, I was available to um, be with her. And so... Why was she placed in that? Well, not placed because I was a single parent, you know. Oh, okay. Like, so when you went off... I didn't really go off anywhere. Like, that's the thing. Like, I enlisted so that I could travel and see the world. But uh -huh. I never did because I was um, a single parent. And so... So they kept you here. Yeah, I did a lot of stateside deployments and stuff like that. You know, like Hurricane Katrina, Rita... Um, things like that. Yeah. Um, the convention center in Dallas when or what was that building called that they destroyed in Dallas? I forgot. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Uh huh. And so, like, I did a lot of stateside stuff. Yeah. Um, working with the Red Cross and things like that. But um, basically, I got out because I didn't have a family care plan in place. Whenever, anyway, I got out for two years and then I reenlisted. Okay, and so. The next uh, years that I was enlisted, you know, uh, I was doing pretty good, I guess. But um, anyway, I have two honorable discharges. Like, we can go deep off into my military stuff, but that would take forever. No, we're not. That's <laughs> not what we want to get off into. We want right. to get off into when you got back on methamphetamines. Oh, I got back on methamphetamines whenever, um, right after my. Well, okay, let me tell you about my son. So. I got pregnant, right? I was dating the guy next door, literally. Um, All right. This this man lived next door, and then all of a sudden his son came to live with him from Florida. And uh, we, like, hit it off. It was, like, pretty cool. And um, we were together for, like, three or four years, something like that. And, um, yeah, so, but down the street was, like, the big, you know, drug house or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I, after like two, after probably two and a half years or whatever, you know, because always he was a bow mechanic and I was obviously an at home mom at that time and had like a crappy job at Dairy Queen or something. And uh, everybody has a crappy job at Dairy Queen in <laughs> a small town. That's Don't just they? what you do. Don't they? Yeah. You work on an oil rig, you work on a farm, or you work at Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. Or the one gas station that's yeah. there. Okay. So you got that. Yeah. And then so, um, Literally, the guy next door, or whatever, and then, um, I guess just because of the people that I knew, and because it was so close to my mom's house, or whatever, like, I got back into meth, and so... It was just the people around you, right? Yeah, it was just, like, the people around at the time, or whatever, and so was I... Was your boyfriend doing it, too? No, absolutely not. Okay. And, um, so, like, he would go to work, and I would go down to the meth house, you know what I mean? And it was, like, not... The greatest thing that I've ever chose to do. But, um, anyway, so I started cheating on him. Ah. Ah, uh, yeah. So I cheated on him, or whatever, and then came up pregnant. And, um, I told both of them, hey, I'm pregnant. And, uh, one of them said, hell no, it's not my fucking kid. You cheated on me. I'm out of here. He yeah. Moved, he moved, like, way out of state, back to Florida, I think. I don't know. And then the other one was like, ain't my kid. I'm like, it might be, you know, like, we don't know. So, whatever, whatever happened. And um, they both denied my son. So, my son has my maiden name for his last name, which is cool with me. Yeah. Um, so, they're not around at all. So, no. he didn't have a dad at all. Not at all, no. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. And, um. Yeah. 
so the, the so I mean he's a good kid. Yeah, he's I mean, a great kid. He's so awesome. Okay, so he's born. Then what? Then um, well, they both said no. Well, I think one of them one of them held him on his first holiday, which was Halloween. So he held him, and uh, I think my son screamed like crazy, and he just handed him back, and that was it. And so the other one's like, nope, 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 nope. Does that hurt you? Huh? Does that hurt you? Oh yeah, of course. Of course it does. Which, uh, like, I think, okay. I think my son needs some male influence, some positive male influence. Probably not neither one of those guys. But Everyone needs a positive maybe male I, influence. I don't know what to do. But, anyway. but uh, when in, okay. So what are you more hurt by? Are you more hurt by him not having a male influence or them two bouncing out like that? Probably him not having a male influence is positive for his life, you know? Yeah. I mean, you didn't have one. Right. Is that what pisses you I mean, off? Yeah, I had, I had a few, actually. I had more than a few, but... Um, yeah, I think that uh, everyone needs some kind of male and female representative to look forward... To look up to, you know? To, right. Like, oh, no. To yeah, learn I completely from. understand. So, yeah, my son is like... Um, he is really great considering his circumstances, you know, but, um, you know, I guess we all have to deal with whatever. Yeah, it's a burden to bear. Yeah. Okay, so your son is born, and we're going through... And I stayed in the military. Um, I was in the military until 2014. Okay. And then, um, and then this is where it all went bad. Okay. Okay. So, like, I had the chance to re-enlist out in the field... They're like, oh, you're up for re-enlistment, you know? Like, are you going to sign these documents and re-enlist, or are you just going to walk know, away? Do whatever? And I, I had this bright idea, like, you know what? I need, I'm going to go figure out who I am. I'm going to go maybe go to college, maybe, maybe just, I need some time off from the military, which was the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life. Because I got out of the military in July. In November, I pulled Shane to prison. What do you mean? I got in trouble. Um, I was hanging out with the wrong people uh, when I got out of the military. And um, I um, basically set myself up for failure. So and five months after the military, you went to prison? Yes. For what? For burglary of a habitation. Burglary of a habitation? A secondary felony. Well, you weren't by yourself, obviously. I wasn't. But um, the person that I was with, who I barely knew, knew him for like maybe two weeks. Maybe even that, not even that long, probably. He actually, um, I guess, said that it was all me or whatever. I don't wow. know. And then because of my military experience, you know, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with the police. I'm going to tell them exactly what happened, you know, and that I just fucking dug my own grave when I did that. So, uh, were you using then? I was, yep. When I got out of the military at that time, I was I actually started using heavier than I was when I was, you know. What do you mean heavier? More more meth or heavier drugs? Like heroin? No, more meth. Okay. More meth. Okay. Um, and I started hanging out with these people, you know. I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and, like, I knew my friend really good. But he wasn't there whenever this, whenever the incident occurred. Yeah. Whatever. And so it was, like, this guy that I barely met through another friend of mine, and whatever, whatever, whatever happened. And I was brutally honest with the police, which mm -hmm. actually dug my own grave at that time, so... I should not have been really honest with them, I don't think. I should have just said, mm, I don't know, and acted like a dumbass, you know, but... 
Yeah, I, just I like acted like a dumb blonde and been yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, but because of my military experience and because like I felt like I was on the same level, you know, like I yeah. felt like I was on the outside looking in a mm-hmm. little bit, you know. Um, you felt you felt that you guys were on. I like, thought I was on the other even side. plane. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so I was really honest with them and everything, whatever, and uh, I got a second degree felony and I um, was placed on felony probation for five years. Did you do time? You did time, right? I did three years on felony probation and made it successfully three years out of the five. But then I got behind on my fines and fees, and then... Um, well, yeah, because you weren't working, right? Well, no, I was at that time. I worked I worked okay. at a restaurant as a waitress and whatever, whatever. Like, I didn't want to work in my field that I had in the military because it was something that I didn't really uh, excel at or didn't really oh. like. So, okay. I mean, like, it was cool in the Army, but it's not really cool on the civilian side for me. Anyway. Can I ask what it is or yeah, not? Yeah, I was a diesel mechanic in the military, and um, it just didn't transfer great for me because I'm a very small person. Yeah, you're so, tiny. So, like, you go in and you apply for a diesel mechanic at, like, a civilian job, they're like, oh, you know, you get laughed out of there. I'm a female, and I'm very small, and those are large parts and stuff like that, so. Okay. Um, so, I, it's something I don't really enjoy very much but anyway so I became a waitress whatever I was working I was paying my fines doing everything I made it three years on the five-year felony probation and uh in the third year whatever whenever I defaulted I had actually continued to hang out with the wrong people someone I had known for a very long time um also from the same small town that I was from um but on the other side of the tracks you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so um it was really weird how it happened. Um, I uh, went with him over to some friend's house. We had some drinks over there, like some mixed drinks or whatever. And it was all, you know, we were all drinking. And um, then from there, we left and we were, we were going to the casino. And uh, I got in trouble because he had, or I had my syringe, but it was empty. I had already done mine. Yeah. And then he had his syringe, but it was the, like full of blood because he missed or mm-hmm. I don't know whatever and um we got pulled over and um for some reason they let him take off walking down the road you know and I got charged with everything which is fine and that was in a, a different state so um then I got so while okay so while I'm on felony probation in Texas I go to Oklahoma and I get another drug char- or I get a drug charge not another one but a drug charge or whatever and um which obviously would revoke my, yeah, you know Texas stuff, and but it didn't. So weird. Yeah, weird. Um, I mean it did, but not right then. Um, so I got deferred adjudication in Oklahoma, and I came back down here into Texas, and I walked into my PO's office, and she said, "You have some nerve coming in here." I said, "I damn sure do, because I don't want to fucking be here." Wow. It was really scary walking back in there, but um, anyway, so. Um, she reinstated me in Texas and, uh, I was going, I was reporting in Texas and Oklahoma at the time and in Oklahoma, it's a little different. It's state in state level and federal levels, the same in Oklahoma, whereas here it's separated. So it was, it was different anyway. So I'm paying all my fines and fees and stuff and whatever, whatever. Filled a drug test in Oklahoma and I uh, got revoked in Texas because I got behind on my fines and fees. And I what did you fill the drug test for in Oklahoma? Meth. Okay. Okay, and so in Texas, um, 
They revoked me because I got behind on my fines and fees and my dumb ass um, admitted, see, this honesty thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. But uh, they asked me if I'd been drinking or whatever because I guess I smelled like alcohol or whatever. And I told her, yeah, yeah, I've been drinking and I had a, you know, a 24 ounce fucking Bud Light or whatever. And Is that a thing? You can't drink while you're on all that? No, you can't drink or nothing. Even if you're of age or whatever, it doesn't matter. But she said she could smell the alcohol on me or whatever, mm-hmm. which she may have. I don't know. But it was like... Anyway, so I admittedly drank uh, alcohol, which is a violation. Plus, I was behind on my fines and fees. So she revoked me after three years. And um, I went to TDC. TDC? What's TDC? Texas Department of Corrections. Okay. So so TDC, you went in... How old were you? How old was I? Uh-huh. Um, oh, shit. 30, I don't know, 2014. Five years ago. Yeah, so. 33? Yeah. So, what happened? What happened was, um. How long were you in, too? Seven, I didn't, I didn't do that long. Everybody thinks it's really lame, you know, like. No, nobody thinks that's lame. <laughs> I do. No, nobody thinks that's lame. I mean, considering people get years and years and years for lesser charges, you know. I did seven months in TDC, and I got out, and I did uh, a year on parole. Okay. I completed parole successfully, and um, while no I was, use. Hmm. Were you using? No, no. And um, then so, you know, I don't know if you know what it's feel. You probably don't, but if you've been in the military for any length of time, I feel like. Um, you feel like you're um, at the same level as a police officer, right? Because um, say there's a shooting somewhere, they're gonna and it's like really horrific. They're gonna call in the national guard, you know. And so um, you or a hurricane, they call in for a hurricane, hurricane. Yeah. anything, yeah. So you feel like you're on the same level as like like you're the same. Um, I guess it is a peace officer. Mm-hmm. I guess you would say as a as a police officer, you know. And so. Um, it was really detrimental to my psyche. Yeah, um, to uh, be on the inside, whereas I thought I was on the outside of the fence, you know. Yeah. And so um, once I got there, it was really, really horrible. So you went seven months in. Yeah, seven months, and I thought that I was gonna die in there. <laughs> Why did you think you were gonna die in there? It's just it's a really tough place to be. I mean, it, it's structured just like the army. It's like it's really weird. It's like the same structure as the military, only you have no freedom. I don't know if that makes any no, sense. No, that makes... I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like... Um, whereas in the military, you know, the structure is the same. Like, they almost have almost the same kind of... It's the same venue, but not the same uh, results. You know yeah. what I mean? So, it's, uh, it's somewhere I knew I didn't want to be, and I thought that I didn't belong. Did, uh... So, knowing that you didn't have freedom, how'd that make... What'd that do to your mind? Did you get in trouble in there, too? I only got in trouble one time for boisterous laughing, which is a case. Uh, like, they give you these cases where you can be arrested in prison. Okay. Which is something... I didn't know that. Yeah, you can be arrested while you're in prison, which is something very scary to me. I saw a few people get arrested. Um, Did they well, read them their rights and everything? The oh, Miranda yeah. rights and everything? Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you can be arrested while in prison... And then I don't know where you go from there, and Lord knows I don't want to find out. Wow. 
Yeah, so, and they give you new charges or whatever. I don't, I'm, where were you at? I mean, in CDC, obviously, but where at? San Saba. Okay. Which is in San Saba, Texas, San Saba County. No shit. <laughs> <I wonder where. laughs> yeah, we all know where San Saba is. Well, I, well, I no. don't. I couldn't okay. tell you where it's at right now. Really? I think it's down by Kerrville, but I'm not sure. It is. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, so. So I did that. Did you live in fear the whole time? While I was there? Yeah. No, actually, um, I think. Or did you feel like a badass? I, no, I definitely didn't feel like a badass. I felt defeated. I felt like, um, I felt like, I felt like everything that I had worked so hard to prove to people um, was just uh, taken away in like a snap, you know? Yeah. Like it was just, it was just gone. And so nothing I ever did fucking ever proved anything, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. Like I was like trying to not be a stripper anymore and like trying to prove something to my daughter or whatever. Anyway, either way it goes, I got two arms. So what you're saying is, okay. I got two honorable discharges, but at the yeah. same time, now I'm a felon. Yeah. What am I going to do now? Where am I going to drop out? So you're now? saying, I dropped out of school, still got my, you know, GED, I, you know, had a kid early with a guy who's not around, another, yo. No, no, the first one, the guy was around, the second one, the guy wasn't. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You're, you, you proved something to yourself. I and thought then... that I was. I thought that I was going to, I thought that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. There may not be a man in my life that fucking gives a shit about me and my mm-hmm. kids, but... I'm going to be in the military because I want to be, and I feel like I'm doing something for myself, my kids, and the country. There you go. You know, and so... That's cool. That's that's honorable. Whenever I went to prison, it changed everything, you know? Like, because obviously a felony trumps enlistment, so... Which I don't know why it does, but it does. You and can't so, enlist again, either. Um, maybe if they ever have a waiver program, but... Um, oh, we're... Yeah, we're too old, aren't we? No. I mean, I'm prior service, so... Oh, yeah, you're prior service. So... If I'm prior service, they, like, take your enlistment time minus your age or whatever. So, I'm, like, 24 in the Army. There you go. So, okay. So, you're in there seven months and you get out. I get out and I get on parole. And uh, I complete parole successfully. And I haven't gotten in trouble in four years since. I got out out of prison December 18th, 2015. And um, I can't say that I... um, I've achieved much. It's really hard to get a job. Um, but, um, I, so I, I decided to use my benefits, you know, I'm like, okay, which I don't have many benefits because yeah. I was in the National Guard, whereas I have stateside benefits instead of federal benefits. I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, it doesn't, but I got, I, I'll look it up. I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, because I, the National Guard is for the state, it's not for, federal stuff. Okay. Even though the National Guard makes up 80% of the armed forces overseas, doesn't mean that your benefits do. Okay, so, I mean, if you're deployed overseas, then yeah. But if you're not, you know, like me, I was only stateside uh, for 10 years, you know, whatever, so I only have stateside uh, benefits. Okay. So, um, so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go to school for something that I might like, you know, whatever, and so, actually, I... I, I, of course, I started using meth again. You know, after as soon as, as soon as I completed parole, I mean, it was like uh, almost immediately, like woohoo celebration. Why? I don't know why. I think it's because um, because I'm a I'm kind of a like my mind is busy a lot, and so um, I feel like if I use meth, um, 
actually accomplish stuff, but it doesn't work that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the opposite effects of how I thought it was, you know, so. But you still did it. Yeah. But, I mean, because. I think that maybe, like, the addiction is real, the struggle is real, whatever they say. Yeah, the struggle so, is real. And so, it's not like I'm, like, I can, it's crazy, because I haven't done method in quite some time, but. Um, What's quite some time? Quite some time is probably, like, three weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. Um, then there's that. So, um, what, why did you, why did you jump back into it? I think that it's like, um, it's like a social thing, kind of like alcohol a little bit, you know, like it was like, I a, mean, I drink with my friends too, but I don't, I hey, know, it's right. my friends, I'm, I'm going to shoot up meth. Well, do you no, shoot I, up meth or no, do you smoke? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. I quit doing that in, um, mm, 2010. Okay. No. 2012. Yeah. So I stopped doing that, you know, just smoking or whatever. But it's like, um, you know, oh, yay, I completed parole, and it's a celebration, you know. And those are your friends. And yeah, you're and out like, with obviously, friends. I'm still friends with the wrong side of the tracks, you know, or whatever. And, like, um, I don't feel confident enough to be friends with other people, you know. I feel like I don't have anything in common with them, especially now that, you know, I'm a felon and, you know, only hang around felons. And it just, it just, it's been... It just snowballed into uh, this really horrible place where I've continued to stay for some reason. And, um, yeah. Why did you stay there? I mean, I don't you're know. a pretty girl. You're smart. You're, I mean. Well, I decided to use my benefits. You know, um, I was like, you know what? Forget about it. You know, like, I was like, I don't really have any transferable skills. You know, like, what does my resume look like? It says stripper. Army, 10 years, felon, you know? So, <laughs> felony trumps everything else. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying. And so, it's really limited on what I can actually get a job for now, or I felt like it was. You know, I felt like it was. You know, I, I applied to all these places, you know, all these different places or whatever. And, you know, the first thing I would ask them is, do you hire felons? And That's, you have to, though. Yeah, and um, a lot of them said, no, no, we don't, you know, and especially because I'm a second-degree felon, which is, like, straight convict, like, it sounds horrible, you know, I mean, you have to, you have to list your felony on the paper, you know, it says, uh, have you ever been charged with a felony or a misdemeanor? I'm like, yes. That right there, they put your application at the back of the pack, you know what I mean? Yeah. I will hire her if no one else is more successful, you know? And it's just, it's really horrible. And so, like, basically I'm limited to, like, fucking working in fucking McDonald's or some kind of fucking food place, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a really horrible fucking feeling. Um, considering that if you do consider my skill set prior to me being a felon, like, I could get a job anywhere, you know? Yeah. So, it is what it is, and, um... Okay. Okay, okay. I got you. No... Chill out. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Don't cry. I might. Don't cry. So, okay. I'm going to try and do this gently. So, you were on meth after you got out. and After I got off parole. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was 2014. Yeah. How long did you do meth? No, I, and didn't, you did it I didn't get out of prison until 20... 15. 15 or 16. 2015. So, okay, and then a year after that is 2016. And so that's that's three years ago. And you've been doing meth consistently. Not consistently. I mean, like, 
Yes, consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that draws you back? And 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 mind you, fear. Fear what? I think it's fear of like not fitting in, or fear of um, you know, because hey. like depression maybe a lot of it. Okay, I get that. I no, I completely understand. Maybe depression. like my kids not having a dad. Like it's like a yeah. whole bunch of things. It's just piled on top of yeah. you. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, and I'm, I'm, I want you to be honest as hell okay. with me. And and we've known each other for a long time. Why did you not try to fit in somewhere else and thought that meth was where you could fit in? Um, I think it was because, um, you know, we moved, well, I don't know. I don't know. I just, maybe it's, I think maybe like I have like this complex or something. I don't know. Like thinking that I'm not as good as anyone else. Yeah. And I don't know what that stemmed from or why it's there, but I feel like I went through so much hardships when I was younger that it kind of made me like a big introvert. And then so, but it's, it's so weird because, you know, I've always felt like I never fit in. But at the same time, like, I'm going to go do some extrovert thing, like being a stripper or being in the army, you know, stuff like that. I think that I was trying really hard to come out of, like, come out of, like, my indifference to everyone, Mm -hmm. you know. But then I, for some reason, I don't know why. I mean, it's just, like, maybe I have mental illness. Who knows? No, 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 no. It's something, like, I always felt like that I wasn't good enough to be around those people. Or, like, I wasn't, I didn't have the same things that they did, and so I was different, you know? I don't know. I, I see what you're saying. I do. I see what you're saying. Um, okay. Where... What would help you? What would help me? That's that's the better... That, that, that's that's right where now, we're... Yeah, or... right... No, okay. So you did meth three weeks ago. Yeah. And I mean, you're clean and sober now. Yes. But... You know that you can't do that. Right. Of course. Everyone knows. Everyone who does drugs know that they're not supposed to. What would help you? What would help me not do drugs? Mm-hmm. Probably a job. If I could find a job. But, um, you know, it's like uh, I would list my military stuff and then I list my felony stuff and it's like they just throw my but, application in the trash. But you know what you can get with being a felony, right? What do you mean? I mean, you know the jobs you can get. I don't, really. Um, there's not many. Yeah, there's not many. So, right. have you ever tried to work up and get... I have. Yeah? I have. How did that go? Well, um... Well... What do you mean, try and work up? Like, because... Like, okay, look. Let's say you're flipping burgers at McDonald's. Hey, I got a job at McDonald's right before... Or, recently, Okay. And uh, I was jailed again for um, other reasons. And uh, because I was jailed, I lost that job. So I was like, what the heck? And I hadn't been in trouble in four years, you know, and I thought that maybe... Whoa, whoa, whoa. what were you jailed for? Um, I had an e-cigarette cartridge from Oklahoma mm-hmm. that contained THC. And in Texas, that's a felony, 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 felony. It doesn't matter. Okay. So, and I'm already a felon, of course, so, um, oh, and I forgot to tell you, the guy that I, um, the original felony, the burglary of a habitation, the person who, it was him and I, that both got the same charge or whatever, he died in prison. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So that was hard. Damn. Yeah, of pneumonia or something. Oh, so he wasn't killed. He just No, died. he wasn't killed. Oh, okay, okay. But he died of pneumonia in the doghouse. I don't know if you know what the doghouse is. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like this chain link fence that's on the top and all the sides that uh, basically you're just housed it until they... It's like some WWE bullshit. Oh, it's real. It's a real thing. It's an outside. It's outside. And uh, Wait, wait, this dude stayed there? This is where he lived? I don't know where he died at, but I'm talking about the doghouse. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. The doghouse is like a real thing, like, before they classify you, you know, and they took 36 days to classify me in prison. I guess because of my military experience, I don't know, but it was a long time in the doghouse and it really sucked. Okay, well, okay, we're going to have to wrap this up because we're getting long, but... Okay. Okay, and I'm going to ask you this and I want you to be honest with me. Okay. What does your future hold? Hopefully, well, I'm in college now and um, for um, graphic design and I'm hoping that uh, I can overcome my felonies and stay out of jail and quit doing drugs and fucking maybe have a career in graphic design or visual visual graphics, whatever it is, and um, do something with myself. Here I am almost 40 and just not going to college, so. That's okay. Hey, there's, you're never too my old to go to college. My daughter's in college at the same time, so it's quite funny. That's but. okay. But, uh, so, okay, so you know you can't be doing drugs. Right. Of course. So what is it going to help you? To get away from the people you know? Or I a think, phone number to call? I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not really on drugs anymore, so I mean, like... You did it three weeks ago. Well, THC, or marijuana. Whatever. You said you did meth three weeks ago. Well, same thing. Same, marijuana same. and meth are not the same thing. Hey, you can do them at the same time, though. Okay, well, <laughs> just saying, it's not the same damn thing. Right. Come on. Okay, but in Texas, so, it's So, what... What is is it a phone number? I can give you all the phone numbers you need to call people if you feel like you're gonna do do it again. I can. Okay. I, I can. I'll take them. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, you can't be doing that. Yeah, I know. You've got kids. Two beautiful kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, is that what you're gonna do? I'll take your phone numbers. I'll, okay. I mean, I don't know what they are, but sure. Look, you're a beautiful person. I've known you for a very long time. I want you to stay out of trouble. Right, me too. Okay. Yeah. So, I really appreciate you being on with me, and being honest with everyone. Yep. Look, you're you will someone will hear this. Hopefully, it helps them. Hopefully, it makes them decide not to follow my footsteps. Yeah. It'll help. I promise. I, I okay. So. so you will know that it will help somebody. Right on. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Rip Stone. If you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Thank you very much.